Shaking everybody, you're listening to Improv Tabletop, the show that generally does RPG stuff, but it's not RPGs today because today we got to go fast. Gotta go fast. I am Ned Wilcock. <laughs> I am going to be reading a book, and today I'm joined by Christian Randall as Gotta Go. Uh, Connor Douglas Wood as Faced. Yes. <laughs> so once upon a time, we read a book called Sonic the Hedgehog Adventure Game Book One: Metal City Mayhem. And we were like, that was pretty fun. Maybe we should do like the second book. And then I looked <laughs> on eBay and I was like, this book is very expensive. Uh, this book is going for like over $100 in most instances. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, maybe I'll wait until I can find a little bit of a lower price. And eventually I did. I managed to get it for about $62 shipped <laughs> yeah, over boy. from England. <laughs> yeah, I actually I found the eBay listing in the middle of a COVID-induced fever. <laughs> uh, yeah, not for which, the price of a modern AAA game, which that's how you know it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, but thanks to Deva, who did donate two dollars to our Kofi account so that we could buy this book. Woo! Shout out the to true hero. <laughs> yes, it's literally going on my tax write-offs, so there's that. <laughs> I love that so much. So, uh, some ground rules for this here situation. Last time we recorded, we it was kind of stressful towards the end there, because we were like, okay, we think we're close to the end, maybe. We're not actually sure if we're close to the end. We're trying to get it done in a certain amount of time. So what we're doing this time is we're in it, we're doing a marathon, a big old Sanic gotta go fast marathon. Mm -hmm. We're just going to play through the entire entire game all in one sitting and then we're going to cut it up into however many episodes it needs to be after the fact and yeah that way we won't be getting to goodness knows how long and just desperately wondering if we're actually going to beat Robotnik <laughs> now another thing I would like to establish is last time we played we were like you know what we're, we're Dark Souls style gamers we're ride or die we won't cheat the game if we die we're dead forever and then we died and we were like actually what if we're not dead <laughs> so I said, I, oh yeah Dark Souls isn't fun sometimes <laughs> sometimes so what I'm going to propose this time around is take another leaf from just straight up steal another good idea from Brian Murphy and the folks at 8-Bit Book Club and say every time we die we can continue but we need to make a sacrifice to bahamut the god of the good aligned dragons <laughs> and what that sacrifice looks like i'm not entirely sure but i think it will probably manifest in like each of us having to do something unpleasant on one of our hangout streams or something oh, love no. it cool yeah so like eating a pepper i mean that's the popular <gasps> thing that people like yeah. to see people do they like mm. to see people in pain bahamut loves fire so yes pepper <laughs> <laughs> exactly now getting actually into some of the details of the book itself this book zone rangers also by james wallace the same one who wrote the last one <laughs> yes. this one actually has a child's initials written in the front this belonged <gasps> to ac and this young child also drew lines next to the title of the book as if it's going fast which i just really <laughs> adore what a genius love it and i can also see the pen Pencil marks that have been erased from not only Sonic's vital statistics sheet, but also Tails' vital statistics <gasps> sheet, because we no. get to play as both of them in this book. Woo! Let's oh, go, boys. Man. Yeah, we're going to start out similarly to how we did the last one. We're going to get some stats for each of these lovely boys. 
And we're going to start with Sonic. We got speed, strength, agility, coolness, quick wits, and good looks. Mm. Uh, they changed it from cool looks to good looks in this one. Uh, I guess people were too confused about whether coolness and cool looks were the same thing. Yeah, yeah it is what it is. It's a lot. <laughs> so, again, one of these is going to be five, one's a four, one's a three, and the rest are twos. So, which one of these stats do we think Sonic is going to be the best at? Well, he's got to go fast. He's got to go fast. He's got to go fast. Oh, so, five. yeah, we're going to give him a five in speed. Yes. All right, and then the four. Actually, I'm trying to remember what we gave him last time. Let me see if I'm going to go rummage around in my, my office real quick. Mm. Check your Sonic see if drawer. I manage to hang on to those sweet, precious notes from the last time. <laughs> Aha, yes, last time we gave him a four in coolness. Oh. Mm. Do we feel like that's going to cross over to this one? Or do we want to give him... Is this going to be a different hog? Let's play the same Sonic. All right. Yeah, he Let's, won eventually. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's bring him on through. Exactly. So we're going to give him a four in coolness, okay. a three in quick wits, and then he gets a two in strength, agility, and good looks. Great. He is... He's a cool hog, but he's an ugly hog, but that's okay because we still <laughs> love him anyway. Oh yeah. All right, and then this time, we're not starting with as much equipment as we did last time. This time, we only have our red trainers and our pair of white gloves, oh. which we didn't actually have last time. We didn't have white gloves, so apparently Sonic was a little off model the last time we played this game. Yuck. <laughs> that's like uncanny, I don't like that. He just has human hands. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next we're looking at Tails, and James Wallace is definitely giving Tails some second player syndrome in his descriptions here, because, <laughs> like, looking at all the descriptions for speed, it's like Tails is almost as fast as Sonic. Strength. Tails tries to be like Sonic. Coolness. Nobody's as cool as Sonic, but Tails tries hard. <laughs> <laughs> My, probably the worst one is under good looks. It. It, it takes a bit of a turn. It starts out, which would you rather cuddle up to? A spiky hedgehog or a smooth orange fox with a sleek fur coat, two gorgeous bushy tails, that, that cute flick of hair, and his white whiskers? In fact, Sonic is everyone's favorite, but Tails tries hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I vote so, we make uh, Tails very strong. I, I want to put his top stat is, string. Tails is me when I all the time. <laughs> <laughs> We want Tails to be an absolutely yoked, jacked young boy. Yeah, and if we could just briefly revisit Tails from the, the last campaign, I believe his voice was something like, Hello, Sonic. It is I, <laughs> Tails Brown. Yeah. Did I make him like Patrick Warburton or something? Um, I think it might have been. He was like a refined, like Patrick Warburton at his at a wine tasting or something. Ah. <laughs> the sommelier version. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if we're going to have tails at all of these fine dining events he's probably gonna want to have some pretty good looks i would imagine that makes mm. sense so mm. let's give him the four in good looks Bingo. and then the three do we give that to speed agility coolness or quick wits he's he's smart he's smart he built a plane he did he trash. built a plane yeah he flies a plane he's a fox with a pilot's license so. hmm. yeah that's like part of his whole <laughs> shtick there's one of the sonic DS games where like you start sailing around the place and Tails is all like I'll upgrade your boat for you because I like have an engineering degree apparently even though I'm a little fox boy yeah he's a genius boy 
But aside from that, uh, Tails also has red trainers and white gloves. Okay. White gloves are standard, apparently. Yes. Now, do each of you have a D6 handy? Um... Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I we didn't know yes we were supposed to be prepared for this. Yeah, I didn't either. What? We have to do stuff in this? Give me uh, uh, nine seconds. I'll, I'll get it and run back. All right, okay. Connor's going to go fast. Got to go fast. Got to go fast. What color should I use? I got green, uh, white, and black right now. Let's go with black. Get a bit of that Shadow the Hedgehog energy. Shadow the Hedgehog. Maybe he'll be introduced in this book. Maybe. Although it does have blue numbers instead of red numbers. This is Nega Sonic. Umbra the Hedgehog. Dude, Evil Sonic Scourge the Hedgehog, I think is the official name of Evil Sonic. There's an Evil Sonic? Yeah, so, gosh, oh. Connor sent us a picture from one of the Sonic comics from way back in the day, and it put me down a rabbit hole on the Sonic wiki, and I discovered, yes, there is an evil Nega Sonic whose official name is Scourge the Hedgehog. Huh. Woof. I thought evil Sonic was just Metal Sonic or Shadow. Yeah, no, there's there's a specific evil Sonic. Shadow the Hedgehog is too cool to be just an evil version of Sonic, yeah. and Metal Sonic is a an abomination that was created by Dr. Ivo Robotnik. So we need just a good old classic Nega Sonic. There he is, Scourge. Well, let's start at page one. It's a cool spring morning in the Green Hill Zone, and Sonic and Tails are lying under a palm tree, sleeping as hard as they can. Sonic is dreaming of receiving the Mobius Prize for being best at everything, while Tails is dreaming of hunting wild chocolate eclairs armed only with a toothbrush. What? All right. <laughs> You know, sometimes dreams don't make sense. This is a lot more Kirby, but okay. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that very fantastical uh, Masahiro Sakurai kind of energy we're getting here. <laughs> now, the two friends were up late the night before watching television. The film Zone Alone was being shown on TVPM, which stands for Television Planet Mobius, for the first time, and Sally Acorn had invited everyone to a party to watch it. Sonic and Tails had seen the film before and didn't like it, so they left the party before the film started and spent the rest of the evening eating microwaved snacks and watching monster movies on video. <laughs> Get them, boys! <laughs> this is like such a specific vibe, and I'm oh, so here for it. Yeah, it reeks of 90s in here. I smell pogs on the wind. <laughs> I smell pogs on the wind. <laughs> uh, they didn't get to sleep until they'd watched their favorite, Mobzilla fights outer space monsters from Planet Z twice. Still, they can doze as much as they want. Heroes like them don't have to get up to go to school or work, and they don't have anything special to do today. Everything's quiet, which usually means that Sonic's enemy, Dr. Robotnik, is plotting something, but Sonic and Tails beat him thoroughly last time, and they are pretty sure that he won't be back for a while. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's true. We put his giant robot into a big old lake. We put it in the ground. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tails grunts and turns over. He's dreaming that a herd of cream eclairs are hiding behind Cosmic Washing Machine, and he's wading through strawberry jam to get to them, carrying his trusty toothbrush like a quarterstaff. <laughs> what? what? Is, is, is Tails okay? He's just he's just having a dream. Sometimes you dream about, you know, cosmic washing machines. Yeah. Now, Sonic, he isn't dreaming. He's floating halfway between being asleep and waking up. He's warm and comfortable, but there's an annoying noise at the edge of his hearing. It's a sort of buzzing, roaring, grinding sound, and it won't go away. Now, imagine that you are Sonic. What would you do? <laughs> That's go, easy. Uh, go fast. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fastly go check it out. Do you think he should ignore the rumbling, roll over, and go back to sleep? 
Or should he get up and wake Tails as well, turn to blah, blah, blah? Or do you think Sonic should go and investigate the sound on his own? Mm. <laughs> Part of me just wants Sonic to be the worst and just say, peace out to Tails and just go <laughs> by himself. Well, that seems like the quickest route. <laughs> well, you know, you know what that motivational saying is, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And we know what we want to go. Yeah. Gotta go fast. Let's proceed with speed. <laughs> Farewell, Tails. We don't need your stat block because we're doing this by ourselves. <laughs> Page 114. Sonic leaps to his feet and dashes towards the source of the sound. There's nothing like a good run to wake you up in the morning, especially if you're a hedgehog. <laughs> Ahead of him, a group of palm trees shake and sway, then fall to the ground, sliced into matchsticks as a huge yellow machine plows through them. It looks like a bulldozer, except that Sonic has never seen a bulldozer this big before. Its motor coughs out thick clouds of oily smoke. On top of the massive machine is a driver's cab, and Sonic can see someone in there through the mirrored glass. The machine is spraying a black liquid behind it, making a hard, shiny surface that stretches into the distance. The bulldozer accelerates towards some nearby trees, the trees under which Tails is sleeping. Sonic has to save him, but how? Should we run back and grab Tails before he squashed flat? Should we throw something to wake Tails up? Or should we let the machine run over Tails and explore alone? <laughs> yeah, let's... Is that <laughs> seriously an option? That's, That's an option. <laughs> uh, there's the chaotic stupid option. There always needs to be one. Mm -hmm. um, let's, let's run and wake Tails. I mean... It says run. We gotta yeah, do it. We gotta go fast. So yeah. that's the one that we're going to do, but I just want to see what would happen in an alternate universe. Where we if didn't we just, just yeah. let it be <laughs> Hey, Tails, you're gonna be fine, right? <laughs> okay, so here's what would have happened. The real Sonic the Hedgehog would never leave his friend Tails to be squashed by a rampaging machine. <laughs> Sonic must have fallen under the mind control rays of Dr. Robotnik, and now there's nobody to save the world from the deranged dictator. The planet Mobius is doomed. Turn back to section one and try again. Game over. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you the option, but not really. Yeah. This is a, a strongly moralistic sort of thing that James Wallace is doing here. <laughs> we're going to give you the option, but we're going to let you pay for what you did. Your actions have consequences. <laughs> exactly. All right. Turn to section 13. It's a race against the bulldozer, and it has a head start. Sonic hits top speed so fast that he leaves scorch marks on the grass as he hurdles ahead of the huge yellow machine, dashing in front of it to grab the sleeping fox by his twin tails and drag him out of the way. The bulldozer thunders past, its treads thrashing the ground mere centimeters from Tails' head. Tails opens one eye. You've saved my life again, he says. <laughs> Thanks, Sonic. You're a true friend. There it is. <laughs> There's the tales we all love. I know, says Sonic, not embarrassed by his friend's praise. You know, that's that's good. Being able to accept yeah. praise and just, you know, move on with your life. It's a rare talent. Well, Tails is not the most careful of foxes, and Sonic saves him about twice a day, so he's used to being thanked for it. <laughs> now the two friends have to work out what to do next. Select one of the choices from the list and turn to that section. Do we chase the bulldozer and attack it? chase the bulldozer and jump on board, follow the black road to see where it goes, or explore the rest of the zone. Mm, I kind of want to get on board, see what this is all about. Maybe, uh, maybe, what's his face? The evil Sonic is on there. Scourge the Hedgehog. <laughs> Scourge. Well, part of me, just the inviting openness of a flat surface to run on, like that black, fresh asphalt, mm. that seems inviting. Mm, that does. And it doesn't look like this bulldozer's doing much or threatening anything, so we could probably just leave it be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. 
Gotta go fast. Let's follow that black asphalt road. The road leads through the changed landscape of the Green Hill Zone towards a building on the horizon. It's made of silvery metal with large towers, fortifications, and battlements. On top is a huge satellite dish pointing upwards into the sky. The building has two huge open doors, and Sonic and Tails can see animals from around the zone going in and out of the building. They all carry tools or equipment. There's a sign above the doors reading, Robotnik Broadcasting Company, we bring Mobius to you. Do Sonic and Tails enter the building, stand and watch the animals, or explore the zone? Can't stand still. No, that's unacceptable. Let's go in the building. Yeah. Give a little knock on the door. Hey, good old, good old, our friend Ivo. What you doing with this building here? All right. Inside is a large hallway, gloomy and dark. Oh, it, it, they just let us in. We didn't have to like try and break through the door <laughs> or anything. All cool, right. thanks. <laughs> At the far end is a large square shape that Sonic and Tails can just see. They venture further in. There's a click and the dark shape lights up. Ooh. It's a television screen with a pattern of whirling dots and twisting shapes on it. Uh -oh. Tails and Sonic put up their paws to shield their eyes, but there's something about the way the shapes move and the soft music in the background that makes them want to lower their paws, open their eyes, and go out and make new buildings all over the Green Hill Zone. We need to roll Sonic and Tails combined coolness to beat an eight. Oh boy. So, uh, which of you wants to roll for Sonic and which of you wants to roll for Tails? Um, I'll be a I'll be Tails. Ugh, I feel like I resonate with Tails so much. All right, Tails it up. I'll Sonic it up. <laughs> All right. Ooh, I got a six. Oh, Whoa. well, then I can't. I just can't get a one, right? Uh, So you got a six. Well, we, we add our coolness modifiers to this. So Sonic, you got the six plus four. That's 10. Yeah! With Tails' coolness, that's 12. So Let's you just need Tails to... Rolls. Yeah, you just need to not roll a negative four. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> I rolled a two. All right, 14. <laughs> Man, having two people who can work together is surprisingly nice, it turns yeah, out. Wow. Was, was, this, <laughs> what a was this book promoting like uh, a co-op mode that they were about to release or something? Ooh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> if the roll is eight or more, they've succeeded. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. If it's 14, they win the game. Robotnik oh, is wait dead a second. I, uh, I jumped the gun a little bit here. The what? way that a combined roll works is we only roll one die, but then we add both of their modifiers to it. Oh, well. Either way, though, we're still good to go. <laughs> okay, this makes a bit more sense mechanically now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, if the total is eight or more, they've succeeded. Turn to page 179. Sonic stares at the television, feeling his mind whirling like the patterns on the screen, and he knows he must resist. He summons all his energy and leaps into the air, spinning like a dervish, and smashes into the TV. It explodes into pieces which shower across the room. Ooh-er, says Tails. I feel funny. There's a ringing in my ears. That's not your ears, says Sonic, who can hear it too. We've set off an alarm. Uh-oh. Hands up, says a voice behind them and the two spin around to see their friends Sally Acorn and Porker Harris pointing machine guns at them. Oh my oh. god, what? Sally, <laughs> yeah. where did you get that? <laughs> All right, so we need a voice for Sally, Sally Acorn, the princess of the Green Hill Zone. Uh, don't move, continues Sally, now follow us. I actually don't know what she sounds like in the cartoons, but that's good enough for me. Yep. Close enough. You told us not to move, complains Tails. Shut up and walk, says Porker. Oh, this is Pork. Shut up and walk, says Porker, waving his gun. Sonic and Tails exchange a confused glance and set off down the corridor. Turn to page 264. Oh no, not 264. 
Yeah, always a good sign when you uh, don't get to make a choice. You just go to the next page. Yeah, right. They're brought forth upon the firing squad. Return to section one. <laughs> okay, real quick. I need you guys to take a gander. Oh, wait, Connor, can you still not see me? No, sir. Dang it. Well, I'm going to have Christian take a look at what the illustrator of this book thinks a machine gun looks like. If I had to describe it, um, it would be a cork about the size of a loaf of bread. Okay. <laughs> I, that's, I think that's the best way to explain it. Cool, so guns are just <laughs> rectangles now. You know, I mean, it, it's it's cork There's a little handle well. coming off the bottom, and there's a little barrel coming out the front, but it definitely does <laughs> not look like any machine gun that I've ever seen before in all of the many Vigi games I have played in my life. You're very familiar with the many, the, the multiverse of guns, too, because Enter the Gungeon, so this is oh, Uncharted, yeah. to the gungeon. <laughs> Uncharted territory we're in. Yeah, we should suggest this to the folks over there at Devolver and see if they can manage to get this awesome <laughs> rendition of a machine gun into the game. All right. After walking down corridors and passing through several heavy doors, Sonic, Tails, and their two guards enter a huge room filled with flashing, humming, beeping machines. It smells of new paint, hot metal, rotten eggs, and the odor of ozone you get when electrical wires aren't connected properly. In the middle of all this, standing on a pedestal and surrounded by controls, screens, and keyboards, is the familiar fat figure of Dr. Ivo Robotnik. Oh no. Wow, we got to the boss fast. Yeah, that we, we gotta go fast, and booyah, we made it. <laughs> He's still just as bald as ever, and his bright orange mustache still looks like he has a squirrel up his nose, but <laughs> now he's wearing a sash that reads President of Mobius. <laughs> Sonic and Tails! <laughs> he laughs, and the tips of his mustache wiggle. Welcome to the new Planet Mobius, or Planet Robotnik as it will soon be known. The mad scientist's mad laughter continues for minutes. Just as Sonic and Tails are getting bored and looking for escape routes, Robotnik <laughs> stops and looks at them with a serious expression. Of course, he says, you have worked out my dastardly plans or you'd never have escaped my mind control devices. He pauses for a moment and looks at them again. You have worked out my plans, haven't you? He asks. Do Sonic and Tails nod or shake their heads? Let's say yes. Yeah, we nod. Of course yeah. we figured it out. Yeah, Robotnik thinks that we're working for him. If I mean, if we tell this guy, if we straight up acknowledge the fact that we're not being mind-controlled right now, he's going to have these people murk us with the machine guns. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we know your stupid plans, lies Sonic. We can beat all of them. As I thought, sneers Robotnik, you're too dangerous to stay in the Green Hill Zone. You'd escape to smash all my beautiful new buildings. I'd have to get rid of you. Guards, remove their shoes and gloves. No, no. not those, gasps Sonic and Tails in unison. <laughs> those are literally the only equipment that we have in this game. <laughs> Give me back my clothes! <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. And then this is a real sentence that Robotnik says verbatim. Ha ha! Ha 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 ha! Yes, take them off. <laughs> Sally and Acor Sally Acorn and Porker Harris move menacingly towards our heroes. Should Sonic and Tails defend themselves or let themselves be stripped? Boy, um, that's a real sentence that the book says. I, I say we we assume the position, the fighting position. That is, I agree. <laughs> All right, page one twenty nine. Roll on Sonic and Tails combined speed to beat a thirteen. Ooh boy. So which of you wants to make the die roll? Who has the higher stat? So between Sonic has five, Tails has two, that's a seven. You need to roll a six on the die oh, to dang. succeed. Christian, you do it. I don't want this kind of pressure on my butt. <sighs> okay, I'll, but I'll tell you, I am rolling for Tails, not for Sonic. Because Okay. So I, I, I just don't think I can win because Tails isn't as good as Sonic. I accept these terms. <laughs> 
No way. A no six. way. Yes. I'll show you oh. what I can. Yes. Yes. We got to go fast. Part of the cards. <laughs> Part of All the cards. Right. <laughs> if you, by some miracle, total 13 or more, turn to 271. By some miracle, Does it boys. actually say by some miracle? It does not. That was a little oh. bit of editorializing. <laughs> I thought the oh, was like, you ain't got it. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, theoretically, we could have had five for both of these guys, and we'd only need to roll three. That's true. But, you know, sometimes you just got to be stronger than faster, you know? Yeah. Keep your hands off our gloves, Eggface, yells Sonic as he and Tails dash, a, dash across the room. Shoot them, perforate them, exterminate them, shouts Robotnik <laughs> as Porker and Sally open fire with their machine oh, no. guns. Just keep them away from the white cross on the floor. Okay, hmm. we go towards the white cross if that's an option. <laughs> yeah, now I should probably mention that I did notice the picture of the white cross in that picture with the machine guns, and it was just a white X that was painted on the ground. This is not like heavy Judeo-Christian symbolism that we're dealing with here. <laughs> You're right, right, right. <laughs> uh, he's he's secretly a vampire. I kind of have <laughs> a bad feeling about the white cross. I don't know. Oh, you think mm. it's, a, it's it's like a... a a fake out? Like if we step on it, it's a trap? Yeah, what if there's like a grand piano above it and they're going to cut the cord and it falls on us? Then we'll run out of the way because we're fast. Okay. Yeah. Let's... Aha! Sonic shouts and leaps to the white marker with Tails instant <laughs> behind. <laughs> they land on it and try to take a step forward, but their shoes are stuck fast to the floor, held down by a sticky liquid. No! You were right. It's a, it's a trap, Tails exclaims, stating the obvious. <laughs> That's obvious, Sonic replies. <laughs> Pulling at his feet with his hands. Oh, goodness. The sticky liquid gets onto his gloves and sticks them fast to his shoes. He's completely stuck now, doubled over, and he can see that poor Tails is in an even worse mess. Robotnik laughs madly and pulls a huge switch. A strange device on the ceiling begins to pulse with energy. The two animals can't dodge as the device shoots a beam of pure light straight down at them. Everything disappears apart from a strange noise that goes fuzz. Oh my goodness. Turn to page eight. We just got burnt out of the pattern. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, oh boy, oh boy. That was Balefire. Straight up Sam! The white light flicks off and Sonic and Tails fall into a bush. They're outside somewhere. Around them are tall trees blocking out the sun, flowering plants of vivid colors, and shrubs bearing multicolored fruit. From high in the tree branches comes the constant warbling of birds and small creatures rustling the undergrowth. Wow, breathes Tails getting out of the bush he landed in and looking around. Where are we, Sonic? The hedgehog carefully sniffs out of the bush. Oh, he carefully... Nah. The hedgehog carefully climbs out of the bush. As it's a thorn bush, and he sniffs the air. It's the jungle zone, he says. I haven't been here before, Tails observes. <laughs> I have, Tails, Sonic nods. You've got to be careful here. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog world in the jungle zone. Not a cat-eat-dog world, Tails asks. What are you talking about, Sonic replies. <laughs> well, says Tails, Foxes are related to dogs, and there's a big cat over there that probably wants to eat me. What? Is this Wait, Big the what? Cat? Is this Big the Cat? Are we about to meet Big the Cat? Oh, I hope so. Oh, I oh, hope man. so. Pig the Cat? Big's the Cat. Oh, I think you said Pig the Cat. No, Big. His name is Big. <laughs> he has so a big good. cat. Bogus, comments Sonic. Coming, for, uh, coming towards them is the huge face of a ragged, ravenous, dagger-fanged war cat. It opens its mouth wide, showing more teeth than most dentists see in their whole lives, <laughs> and lets out a roar that shakes the trees. Do Sonic and Tails attack the war cat or run away from it? Okay, run. this is not Big the Cat that I was expecting. Yeah, let's no. R-U-N. Yep, yeah. that's, that's what we do. Gotta go fast. 
Sonic and Tails turn and dash away through the undergrowth, running through the long jungle grass, leaping over fallen trees and sending small animals scurrying away. The Warcat crashes through the jungle behind them, splintering branches as it tears through trees that Sonic and Tails have jumped around. Suddenly, the two heroes find themselves on a path that twists and turns around trees. They speed up, slowly moving away from the pursuing Warcat, until they abruptly turn a bend and come face to face with a group of six strange figures. Hmm. They are dressed in leaves, carry spears, and wear decorated masks that cover their faces. Two of them shake their spears at Sonic and Tails, while the others talk in a strange language, probably wondering who these strangers are. Should Sonic and Tails approach these native warriors, take their chances with the Warcat, or run off into the jungle away from everyone? I mean, one of them said run. Mm, but I maybe we can run with these guys. <laughs> Are we running with the cool kids now? Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's do a roll off. Okay. Whoever okay. you gets higher, we'll go with that one. I got a six. Bring it on, Chris Chan. Bring it on. I got a two. Nice. As much as my personal motivation as Ned Wilcock is to run off into a jungle away from everyone, I think we'll <laughs> I think we'll chat with these warriors and see what's going on. Absolutely. Page 151. The two spear carries advance on our heroes. The others are still discussing what to do. If Sonic and Tails should take no chances and attack, turn to 81. If they should make friendly gestures, turn to 298. What are those friendly gestures? Do we start giving them thumbs up or like, <laughs> I don't know, wagging our tails at them? <laughs> I mean, if we want to run with them, then our chances are increased if we do friendly gestures, probably. Let's do friendly gestures. All right. You're, you're, says the hedgehog. We're warthogs, says the leader, and you are the great Sonic the Pussycat and Hedgehog. Hedgehog the Pussycat and Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> How do you know about me and Tails? What? Wait, that's, uh, is, that's what? a real conversation that these two characters have. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to fill the page. Yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, the leader says, tapping his long hairy nose. We may be primitive dwellers in this tropical rainforest, but we know you to be the greatest megastars on Mobius. Can we invite you to our village for some food? Sonic and Tails follow the warthogs back to their village. They gather in the largest hut. Yeah. The cat just isn't a problem anymore. <laughs> exactly. We ran. Okay. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're, we're eating food with some, uh, some warthogs. They gather in the largest hut and food is indeed served. Grass, tree bark, and a few shriveled fruits. Everyone tucks in, although nobody seems to enjoy it much. Sonic feels that they're waiting for him to ask a question. What does he say? Do we ask, has there been any sign of Dr. Robotnik around here? Why is your tribe so warlike? Or why is the food so terrible? <laughs> I want to know about uh, Eggman. I want to yeah, know what we, gotta, we, we just got made fast away from there. We want to go fast back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dr. Robotnik, asks the leader. He pronounces it Dur. Wait a second. Okay. Dur Robotnik, asks the leader. <laughs> I've never heard of him. But you must have. Haven't you seen his broadcasts? No, replies the leader. Unfortunately, there's no electricity out here. I recognized you from a poster. Oh, says Tails confused. He can ask why the tribe is so warlike or why the food is so awful. Oh, okay. We can get into the war stuff now. Yeah, I don't want to insult them after they just fed us. Yeah, it's, it's free mm -hmm. food. Come on. All right. 261. The leader of the Warthogs launches into a long and boring history of his tribe, full of famines, <laughs> droughts, floods, 
okay, a boring history full of famines, droughts, floods, arguments with other tribes, attacks by wild creatures, battles, injuries, deaths, and the sentence, but we are the peaceful people. Yeah, that sounds okay, yeah, really that sounds boring. Real boring. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> After half an hour, Sonic notices Tails falling asleep and nudges him with an elbow. Tails <laughs> wakes course. up with a yelp. But what about the spears you were carrying today? Asks Sonic, quickly, to cover Tails' indiscretion. Ah, that, says the leader. We were patrolling in case the crocodiles attacked us again. A week ago, they attacked us, shouting about a glowing rock they'd found, which made them strong, and how they were going to take over the zone. We were planning to attack them soon, to try to destroy this rock of theirs and return the jungle to normal. Will you help? Should Sonic and Tails agree to help, refuse to help, ask why the food is so bad, or if the Warthogs have seen Dr. Robotnik? That's a good point. Why is your food so bad? <laughs> you're you're the more Sonic. You go ahead and no, ask no, no, it. No 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 no. Let's uh let's do that first one. All right. So we are going to agree to help, but real quick, if we had asked them why the food was so bad. Yeah, I kind of want to know. Yeah, right. <laughs> we apologize. The leader says sadly, since the crocodiles found their glowing rock, they have taken all the fruits, nuts, and berries and keep them for themselves. Crocodiles? Asks Sonic. Yes. A week ago, they raided our village. They stand on two feet and spoke of a glowing rock they had found, which had given them ideas of taking over the zone. Will you help us fight back and get rid of the glowing rock? And now, do we agree to help, refuse them, ask why they're so warlike, or whether they've heard of Dr. Robotnik? Okay, so... Okay, so there's... It's it's one of those false three choices all lead to one door. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, technically speaking, though, we could get ourselves into a loop of just asking these same three questions over and over. I actually really like that. Let's just do that for the next three hours. Um, (laughs) Exactly. No, let's help these bozos. (laughs) All right. Turn to page 160. Wonderful, the leader exclaims. There is no time to waste. We were planning to attack the crocodile stronghold tonight. Do you want to wait until then or come on a scouting exposition to spy out the stronghold? Do we go scouting or wait? Well, we don't wait. We never wait. Yeah. Waiting is boring. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We're going to turn to 73. Sonic and Tails are given leafy clothes for camouflage and five golden rings each. Yeah, Bowie. Five golden rings. (laughs) That probably means we're about to get into some fights. Yes. They get their five golden rings each, then set off with the scouting party. They travel through the thick jungle until the leader motions to the group to stop. We are near the stronghold, he says. Sonic and Tails, you look first. Don't get too close, there are guards around. The two creep to the edge of the clearing and peer out. In front of them is a stronghold with walls made of sharpened tree trunks stood on end. There is a large gate firmly closed. Sonic and Tails can climb a tree for a better look. They can watch for a while. They can get close to the gate, or they can rush the wall and tunnel under it. Did you say rush? <laughs> Sonic Rush. Let go, boys! <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure is actually the name of the Nintendo DS series of Sonic games. Now I think, I about think it. you're correct, and Blaze the Cat is in it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <sighs> wait, wait. There's Big the Cat and Blaze the Cat? There's yeah. lots of Kates. But one of them is a princess from an alternate dimension. And one of them likes fishing and his frog, Froggy who has felled an ancient god. I don't know what's true, and I think it's all true. It's all true. It's canonical. (laughs) Froggy beat chaos, okay? Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're going to rush the wall and tunnel under it, page 218. Sonic and Tails dash to the wall and dig. Tails is the first one to notice something odd. Hey, Sonic, he says. There's water seeping into my hole. How much water? asks his blue friend. Lots, the fox replies glumly. 
Sonic looks. That's bad, he says. It means there's a lot of water on the other side of the wall. There's no way you can dig under it. The tunnel would turn into mud and collapse. The two heroes can look at the gate, go back to the edge of the clearing to watch and wait, or climb a nearby tree for a better view. Climbing is really the only forward momentum, I feel like. Yeah, mm -hmm. let's proceed. All right, it's page 290. Give me a leg up, Sonic asks Tails. The young fox obliges, and Sonic reaches down to help his friend climb up. Together, they scale the tree until they are at the very top, looking out over the stronghold and the forest beyond. Look, says Tails, there's another wall inside, and water between the two of them. It's a moat, says Sonic. Very cunning, and very hard to get past. But there's a drawbridge <laughs> on the inside. Shame it's raised at the moment. We need to get closer, says Tails. There are plenty of vines around here. Do you think we could swing across on them? There's only one way to find out, replies Sonic. And it'll wait until we're attacking for real this evening. We're waiting. Dang it. The two friends do climb that. down the tree and rejoin the other scouts. Do they stand and watch for a while, get closer to the gate, tunnel under the wall, or wait for the other warhogs to join them for the attack? I feel like this Sonic isn't the same as our last Sonic. He's not going as fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, not 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 enough options involving speed. Let's wait let's wait for the army. Maybe we can yeah. do some push-ups while we're waiting. This is obviously what James Wallace wants us to do, so let's yeah. do it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll stand there, and as long as the controller isn't used, then we'll just kind of eventually turn and look at the screen upset and, like, tap our feet and stuff. <laughs> just like real Sonic does in the real games. Oh, yeah. All right. The rest of the warriors... Uh, oh, the rest of the warriors will join us soon, says the Warthog leader. Shortly, Sonic hears creatures approaching through the twilight, and more Warthogs appear. The leader turns to Sonic. You've seen things here, he says. How should we attack? What does Sonic suggest? Do we climb the trees and swing across the vines? Do we climb the walls? Do we batter down the gate? Or does Sonic try and think of something better to do? <laughs> Hold up. So here's a list of options. Or do you want to just... Uh, do you want another list of options? <laughs> list? Can we think of something better to yeah, do? Yeah, I want to see what the other list of options is. Yeah. Maybe we can go back and do the other one. Yeah. All right, page 272. No way, that's awesome. Sonic looks out of the page at you, crosses his arms and sighs. Look, Sunshine, I've told you before, I'm not the sort of hero who does a lot of standing around and thinking. That's ah! why you're here. You do the brain work, and I risk life and limb trying it all out. Didn't I tell you that before? Oh, I didn't? He looks confused for a moment. Sorry, that's in another game book. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Okay, let's climb the dang old wall. Stop talking to the reader and get on with it, chorus the warthogs. <laughs> oh, but now it wants us to turn to page 31. Sonic can charge at the gate, climb the walls, climb a tree beside the clearing, or see if you can think of anything better to do. <laughs> let's, uh, let's climb the wall. That's my Climb vote. the walls. Page 120. Or we could get Tails plane and drop an atom bomb on it. <laughs> I'm a fan of that idea. Yeah. Follow me, shouts Sonic and runs to the walls. They are carved from rough tree trunks and climbing them is easy. He looks over the top and sees another wall on the inside with a water-filled moat dividing the two. There are crocodile guards standing on the inner wall and they are firing rotten fruit at the blue hedgehog who is making an easy target. Sonic must roll on his speed to beat an eight to dodge the flying fruit. So, Sonic, it's time for you to roll. I will roll for the Sonics. Do it. Uh, the Sonics has, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh, okay. Hang on, look. Look at this. It's on the floor. I'm not touching it. Look, look, look at that six. We got a six, boys! Oh, boy. We are unstoppable today. <laughs> we can't choose nice. a bad path because we always roll a six. <laughs> exactly. All right, if he makes it, turn to page 287. Sonic can't see another way forward, so he jumps down into the moat. The water is cold and deep, and he wonders if he's doing the right thing. 
He can swim over to the closed drawbridge and try and open it. He can swim to the inner wall and climb up, or he can climb back over the outer wall and find some other way to get in. He swim. Yep, swimming. We'll do the we'll do the water level to knock it out of the way. Yep. All right. So turn to page sixty-four. Sonic swims to the bottom of the drawbridge. It's made from tree trunks and is too, too sturdy to be smashed. Sonic can see the vines that hold it up, leading to a lever on the inside of the wall. Things would be easier if he could reach that, but if Sonic wanted an easy life, he'd have been a plumber. Oh, is that a dig at Mario? Sega does what Nintendo don't, boys. Oh, man. Sega makes a movie that has live action people in it for their main mascot and actually accepts it. Whereas Nintendo's like, oh, live action movie starring Mario? What? We didn't do that. (laughs) Oh, man. This is a good book. This is a very good book. Oh, yeah. Now, does Sonic cut the vines holding up the drawbridge or does he use his strength to pull it down? No. We're fast. I mean, sure, we're strong, but we're fast. Yeah, let's swiftly cut it. If we wanted to pull this thing down, we would be Tails because Tails is ripped. He's a buff boy. (laughs) Sonic looks for something sharp enough to cut the vines. A badly aimed spear thuds into the wall just above his head and he grabs it. Thanks, pal, he shouts, using (laughs) the spear's flint tip to slice through the vines. The drawbridge creaks, sways, and begins to fall. But wait, Sonic's still underneath it. We need to roll on Sonic's speed to beat a seven. So there's literally only one way we can fail. Just don't roll a one and we're good to go. Okay, I rolled a four. (laughs) Nice. If you succeed, turn to 166. The drawbridge falls with a splash. The way into the stronghold is open. Sonic climbs onto it. This way, he shouts and runs in. Turn to page 44. The scene inside the stronghold is chaotic. Warthogs rush across the drawbridge to attack the crocodiles, but they have only spears while the defending reptiles have crossbows that fire overripe fruits at the confused warthogs. They are getting messy and the ground is covered with pulp and peel, making it slippery. Man, the fact that we have like actual real spears with flint tips that can kill a man is yeah. so so impudent compared I to these know. fruit firing crossbows. Yeah, we didn't, <laughs> I didn't know this was a food fight. Crocodiles are moving to defend the two buildings inside the stronghold, the large and important looking fort and the stockade where the crocodiles keep their prisoners. If Sonic knows that the crocodiles have a prisoner he wants to free, turn to 106, otherwise turn to 214 to attack the fort. If, if I know that? Yeah. I mean... I do now. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm certainly <laughs> suspecting that maybe there's a prisoner in the stockade that I would want to free. I mean, yeah, that's what Sonic does. He frees people. He's a good guy. Yeah, that's what the book taught us right at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> we should save whoever we're supposed to save. Let's get him. All right. Let's, get him. Let's go to page 106. Thanks, James Wallace, for telling me that there's somebody I'm supposed to save. You're the man, James. <laughs> Sonic approaches the stockade, two warthogs beside him. There are two crocodile guards there. They aim crossbows at the advancing trio. Sonic and his companions must fight the guards. Sonic uses his speed here, adding one point to his roll for each of the warthogs. The crocodiles have a rating of nine, and Sonic must fight them one at a time. If a crocodile hits Sonic, roll or dot, roll, uh, roll a die. Okay. On a one, two, or three, Sonic has been hit and loses all of his rings, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So... We're going to roll with Sonic Speed. This is going to be a plus seven because of our Warthogs who are helping us out. So we just need to roll anything but a one. How many All times? Right. Uh, two times. We got to fight two of these Crackadeels. All right, Crackadeel number one. That's a three. Crackadeel number dos. That's a one. Ooh boy. Okay. Uh, we got fruited. 
But All right. on a one, we only lose our rings on a one, two, or three, right? Well, if a croc, so now the crocodile is going to try and hit you. <gasps> now I'm trying to remember how this works exactly. Let me turn to the rules here in the beginning because I am a rules lawyer. Duh, rules. rules We're going to rules. roll a die and add it to the enemy's rating. If the total is more than 10, they have hit Sonic. <gasps> is They have a rating of nine. Ooh, boy. So That's... if they roll anything more than a one, we get hit. Yes. That's a six. Oh, we no. got super hit. So if a crocodile hits Sonic, we need to roll a die and see what happens. I got a die. The die says four. On a four, five, or six, one of the warthogs has been hit and retires from the fight. Woo! Oh. I mean, oh no. Well, he earned his place <laughs> in Valhalla. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, shiny and chrome. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now we get to re-attack this, this here crocodile. Yay! That's a four this time. All right. So, and we only have one warthog helping us, helping us out. So that is plus six. Bring us to a ten. Yeah, baby. If Sonic and the warthogs win, turn to page one thirty-one. Look at us. We're doing so good. And we only had to kill one warthog to get here. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in pepperoni. Rest in pepperoni indeed, our porky friend. Well, 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 this is quite the scrape that Sonic and Tails have found themselves in. How are they going to make it out of this one? We'll just have to see next month when we continue this adventure in the world of Zone Rangers. But for now, thanks everybody for listening. And thanks to Caleb for editing this bonus episode. Couldn't do it without you. Uh, just one quick thing I want to share about this book that I neglected to mention while we were recording that I think is really cool. There is a dedication in the front. It is dedicated to Raoul Vanegum. Not sure if I pronounced that correctly, but underneath that dedication, it says in parentheses, sorry, dude. I'm sorry too, Raoul. I'm not sure what James Wallace was sorry to you about, but we're sorry for that. But on that note, uh, everybody out there in podcast world, we're sorry as well for uh, something, I'm sure, uh, for this wonderful episode that we've put out there into the world. But until next time, much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on Improv Tabletop. Mm-hmm.